Would you like to be a better cook by tomorrow? Well, today I'm going to give you five quick tips to become a better cook overnight. Hi there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, and welcome to the 34th episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to share with you five ways that anyone can seriously improve their cooking game overnight or even immediately. But first, I want to give a big shout out to one of my listeners, Diga Linda, that left the nicest review on Apple Podcasts. She said, These podcasts are so much fun to listen to. I truly enjoy listening and learning the tips and tricks of hosting in any place in any occasion. She goes into such details and you can imagine every situation making the host and her listeners comfortable. She is also funny and I'm enjoying learning more about her with every episode. I feel like I can have people over anytime without the stress. I look forward to the next episode. Loves and hugs, Cece. Well, Cece, you are too kind, and I can't thank you enough for the encouragement and leaving such a nice review. It helps the show so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, let's get on with the show, because I know it's a holiday week here in the United States, and I hope you have some wonderful plans to spend with your loved ones celebrating the 4th of July. I want to say all of these tips are for cooking purposes and not for baking. I know next to nothing about baking, so keep that in mind. These tips are strictly for cooking. My first tip to seriously improve your cooking is all about salt. Simply buying a good quality salt over everyday table salt instantly changes the quality of your dish. The most common salts you'll see in the grocery store is your traditional table salt, kosher salt, and sea salt. All have their purposes I would keep your regular everyday Morton's table salt in the salt shaker on your table. But for cooking, kosher salt's my favorite. I do use pink Himalayan sea salt often though too because it has some very beneficial minerals like magnesium, calcium, iron, and potassium. Kosher salt has a different shape and size crystal than table salt. The kosher salt is larger and fluffier than table salt, so it's more likely to kind of melt when it comes in contact with your food and cover the food more evenly. When it comes to salt, it's good to season as you go also, not just at the end of cooking your meal. For example, if you make a roast, you want to season the meat before you sear it. You also want to season the vegetables before you cook those. And then you season near the end of the process also. The different layers of seasonings will make a big difference in the flavor of your dish. My second tip is to improve the quality of your butter. First, let me just say that if you don't use real butter, just go ahead and start now. Butter substitutes generally taste gross and are very unhealthy. So unless you're a vegan or restricted because of food sensitivities and allergies, I recommend using the real thing. Yes, Butter does make everything better. 
Now, the quality of the butter is huge. There's a noticeable difference in the taste of foods cooked with a higher quality butter. Decades ago, before we had more options at the grocery store, I would buy Amish butter, and it tasted so much better than the typical brands in the grocery store. It was a lot harder to find, but I didn't mind because it made such a difference. What I didn't know at the time was that why it tasted better. It was because Amish butter is typically made with milk from pasture-raised cows and has a higher butterfat content, close to European butter standards. Well, now you can buy Kerrygold butter in almost any grocery store, which is grass-fed, and it holds to the European standards of higher butterfat content. So now I use Kerrygold for everyday cooking. It's more expensive, but totally worth it. My third tip, I tend to use more in cooler months just because of the type of dishes that we tend to cook in the winter, but it is using a good quality soup base. When I say soup base, I'm talking about the little jars of thick gel-like substance that can be used as a soup base. I almost think of it like cheating, and I'm sure a chef would probably say that I am cheating, but adding a little bit of soup base to some of my soups, casseroles, or other hearty dishes definitely adds a boost of flavor and richness to the dish. You want to be careful with the ones you buy, though, because many, many of them have MSG or other similar ingredients, just like bouillon. So you really want to read your labels carefully. My fourth tip is to choose food that is in season. Do you know one of the reasons why high-end restaurants with fancy chefs taste so good? and that we as patrons are willing to pay the high prices for it? One of the reasons is because a chef will go above and beyond to make sure that they are getting the freshest and best quality ingredients. A carrot that was plucked from the ground a couple of days ago tastes entirely different than the one that has been harvested in mass a few weeks ago or even months ago and shipped across the country or in some cases across the world. If you go to a farmer's market and find a good quality farmer, there's a good chance that those vegetables that you're purchasing were harvested the night before you purchased them. This will make all the difference in how your food tastes. Plus, you can feel good at night knowing that you're supporting your local farmers and probably a small family-owned business. My last tip is for if you are new to cooking, to use a tried and true recipe even if you aren't the one who's tried and tested it. I'm a big believer that if you can read, you can cook. And there are a million recipes on the internet that have thousands of five-star reviews. This means that you can trust them. And again, if you're a beginner, follow that recipe to a T at least the first time around. In all likely circumstances, you will have success. When you get more experience, it's fun to experiment and do your own thing. Just remember, don't try something on your guests unless you are a chef or an extremely experienced cook. It's just not worth the stress of trying something new on your guests and it going south if you aren't confident that it will turn out well. Okay, so to recap, my quick tips for up-leveling your cooking overnight is to one, buy better quality salt and use it throughout the cooking process, not just waiting till the end. Number two, use real butter and buy a higher quality butter like Amish, Kerrygold, or another European salted butter. Third, 
Cheat a little and use soap base to boost the flavor of appropriate dishes. Fourth, choose to make the dishes that feature in-season ingredients and buy them as fresh and locally as possible. Number five, if you are new to the cooking game, just follow a well-proven recipe exactly and you should be fine. You can always tweak the recipes to your liking the next time you make it. Were these tips helpful? What are your best tips for cooking? Let me know over on Instagram. I can't wait to hear from you. And if you're in the United States, happy 4th of July. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.